Yo people, welcome to the Ratsu Podcast where each week we are going to be pulling back the curtain on what it's like to really win the biggest talent show in the world. Plus secure a recording contract, tour Europe with some of the most famous artists in the world and then decide that we need to take back control of our musical journey by doing it our own way. This is a real story behind real music. All the big dogs are the, are ta- the most talented people. I only use that as an example to say that might be a very small example because Michael Jackson is obviously one of the greatest that ever lived. Also because he was obviously in the band from childhood He was as well. the guy. There was no two ways around it. Even Tito, Randy, all of them. Okay, yeah, so I'm going to hit back on that, actually. I'm going to hit back on that. Because if you look at all of the components, for example, Mm -hmm. right, of what being a musician is meant to be, I don't believe at the time Mm -hmm. Michael Jackson would have been the most talented music artist in the world i think that he had a supreme amount of talent but if you were to hold a gun to my head and say to me ashley is there somebody out there what that's better than michael jackson who is as young as with michael jackson is there there somebody out there who can so like when michael jackson's in his late teens or whatever no i'm talking about earlier so michael jackson as a kid yeah michael jackson was michael jackson so do you think for such a long so do you think hand on heart michael jackson was the best singer of his age in the world yes because i would say the probability says no, but was he the best singer of his age group in the world who had, a, who had a dad, right? Because obviously, correct me if I'm wrong here, but the dad was a big yeah, driving yeah, force. And four brothers that yeah. allowed him to be in a band that elevated him. I personally feel like somewhere in the world, there probably was another kid who was even more talented, but his dad wasn't pushing him to go and become a musician. But he didn't did, have four didn't brothers have. to be in a band with. But, so but, I, I still don't think it's a, I don't think it's a talent. And even now in this day and age, the most, I don't think it's the most talented musicians that are on top of the world. I, like you've I, got I to have so much more than that. I, I Sheeran don't get to be in a Sheeran unless he moves from Ipswich to London to sleep on sofas, to take the risks, to go to LA, to meet Jamie Foxx. Yeah, he's, ta- he's, He's ridiculously talented, bro. I'm not doubting that. I'm just saying, I don't think we've ever been in this situation. He also made himself marketable. The way that he built his career was Okay, but, but so, so what are you saying? It's, it, the big dogs aren't the most talented. I don't think you have to be. I think you need talent. Talent for me, if the music industry is a building and everyone's trying to get to the top floor, the talent is the key card that gets you into the building, right? If you don't have at least a certain amount of talent, you can't get through the door. But as far as what floor you get onto... Okay, so let me ask you a question. Is is KSI a talented rapper? Is KSI a talented rapper? He's a, he's a more talented artist than he is a talented rapper. Why is he a talented artist? Because I don't think... If you, if you break it down into nothing but just straight bars, flows, content, storytelling, like the art form of yeah, yeah. rapping, then I'm not... I don't think he's above the majority of people. But if you put it into actually, do you know how to deliver what you're saying on a track in a way that people are but, going uh, to connect anyone to Anyone can do that. Anyone can do that. I don't think they can. I would, I would put my house in it that you could teach someone how anybody how to do it. So why is KSI so clear of all the other influences musically? Because he's the biggest, he's the biggest influencer in the world that's ever lived. Yeah, the, you're, 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 you're downplaying a lot of his influence. I understand what you're saying, and I, I know his what, power is frightening. But then Charlie D'Amelio or her sister like do try a music career. Oh, well, no, of course. It's not gone. No, no, I but, don't even know who Charlie D'Amelio is. But but <laughs> no, but, bro. But, <laughs> no, but but watch this. I think KSI is great at being an influencer. This has nothing to do with the fact that he didn't do music. This is not to say that he didn't do music beforehand, and. I don't really want to have the KSI conversation too tough because look, 
he worked hard to get something and this has now allowed him to do X, Y, and Z. However, when it comes to the way that talent is necessary for success, talent is only a very small period of small reports, very small part of it. And I think the talent pool or the, the bar for talent was a lot higher back then. Like you, you couldn't just waltz in and you just sang or whatever the case Granted, may be. But I still so, think the principle was the same. So I believe that now with there being so much more accessibility, you don't necessarily but need But there's to, so much more competition. So the principle is still the same in relativity. I, I think that you can become an artist and a top selling artist much easier than you would have been able to back then. And there was more talent back then, as in terms of everybody had to be able to play where it was not even had to be able to play, no, able to play instrument, you, but able to perform. Da, 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 da. I don't think that bro, look, at, look at, um, but, but if you're, if you're saying, if you're, if no, you're, but look, look at, look at some of the greatest bands in the world. This is greatest bands in mm-hmm. the world, right? A lot of them are from the sixties. Mm-hmm. That's not by fault. That's not by, oh, uh, yeah, yeah I understand. Uh, the competition might be great or the same now, whatever the case may be. But if people are, yeah, as surely talented, it's way more now. Surely, as no, 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 I, 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 I understand that there's more people doing music now. There's a lot more people doing. So, music if the talent level has dropped by fifty percent, but the yeah. competition has gone up by fifty percent, then it's still the same. I don't think it's the same because you're. That's the. That's an understatement of how talented these people were musically in comparison to where we are now. Because you can't, even though KSI might do the numbers, even though Drake might do the numbers, Drake is talented. I will give you that. Drake is not more talented than Michael Jackson or any of these other people. But I feel like we've moved off topic to we have. discuss about something that doesn't necessarily <laughs> make as much uh, impetus to what we're, we're talking about. But I, I also think, to get bring it back to where we were, that if I was ever able to suggest what somebody should do for their artistic integrity or not, it would just be make sure that you know the battle that you're having. Make sure that you know who you're in bed with. Make sure that you know the devil that you're up against. Because at the end of the day, music is about not trying to be as fucked as much as you are getting fucked. That's that's it for me. Because the reality is you need to get in bed with people who you may not know. You mean you need to go into rooms and you might need to bite your tongue because it's not really the place to say everything. So you have to figure out how to work out your way throughout this mind feeling. Granted, some of the artists with the most artistic integrity are not the biggest artists in the world. So it depends on what you want. And you just have to figure out how to navigate that. And luckily we've had each other to bounce off things off of. And at the end of the day, we've gone to LA, but maybe we didn't get a song that was going to get to number one, but it got to 39 and we still saw things and we were able to navigate that. So that's where I feel. So question for you, did you think it was the right thing or not? Um, I think we did the right and the wrong thing. Yes or no? There's not a yes or no. There isn't. That, that's that's the honest answer to the question. That is the right answer okay, to that question. So, okay, so <laughs> if, if if we're facing that scenario again... Yeah, would I do it? Yeah. 150% apart from the fact that... <laughs> hear me out, hear me out. No, 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 hear me out. Because this is the thing that would make this situation different for me. doesn't mean that it would be... Go but I'm saying or exactly the same. Exactly the same. It can't be. It can't be exactly group the same. Just there there is the information that tells us that we can't do this exactly the same. Okay, but if somebody else it's is a misnomer of a question, somebody, somebody else has just it. come off a show. I can't answer it. It is you, bro. You're looking at me saying, "Can we wait for nine months to release a song, mm-hmm. knowing that even if we release Birthday or Pyroting wasn't a soft release as it was, or we release Thunder when we had it in June or yep. any of these things?" that somebody couldn't have turned around and said, yo, we need the Raksu boys are going to drop a single da-da-da-da-da. 
and let X Factor be the time that when we return to be the second single that we couldn't have got on a Love Island or we I couldn't know, have got on a on a Dancing on Ice. There is no way that that can actually happen because I understand that the X Factor... There's, there's no guarantees of no, that. No, but hear, hear what I'm saying. Hear what I'm saying. I know that the X Factor was the build-up and I get that. It was a great plan and it worked fairly well. Yeah. Not as well as everybody said, but it worked really well. I know but the reality... Fact. That we should have released earlier. Okay. Like a fact. I, I believe that too, but this is what I'm saying. So with the information that we have available to us, yes. the answer is yes. like, you do it again or you, what, do, or you re- change. I'd release it earlier. Okay. So if you could do, if we had, if you had the power to go back in time, would you do the same thing again? Your answer to it is no. No, I wouldn't. And I had Roman Kemp, after we came out of the jungle, we sat down and we were speaking, went for dinner and then we ended up having a heart to heart and... He even said global, he was like global were waiting for us to release something. And global, uh, Ashley Tabor said to Roman that we need to release within the next few months. And Roman told me that he had a plan even before we, obviously we weren't tight back then when we won the X Factor, even before. So he didn't obviously reach out, but he was, Ashley Tabor said to him, if you can speak to one of the boys and ask them if, if they wanted to release earlier, because Ashley Table knew that X Factor would have us wait nine months. And even Ashley Table was saying to Roman, obviously he didn't tell me this till after I got out of the jungle, that we needed to release straight away. So basically the reason why we didn't get there is because Roman came. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So my answer to that question would be, before you answer very quickly, I'd be in the same boat as Miles, 100%. Your answer's no. Yeah. You have to say no as well. Based off the information I just told you. Even before that, Ralph, do you know better? It, it still it still doesn't give you any guarantees. Huh? Nothing gives give us guarantees. guarantees. No, it doesn't. Hey, Jinx. That's- <laughs> and that's why I think you'd go, you'd go with the guaranteed route. No, no not the guaranteed route. I'd, I think I would shoot for the highest, feeling like I'm playing with the house's money. And, and what I'd is that? Wait nine the months. Highest. It's not about the process. It's about the end goal. Okay, so... End goal, whatever the case may be, we get to. Oh, you you do it exactly the same. Unless somebody else, the only thing that would change my mind is if somebody else turned around and said, "Obviously, if there was no outside influences, then we would have released straight away, and I wouldn't listen to anybody else." But, (laughs) (laughs) but unless somebody else turned around to for like from label to blah and was like, "Look, there's another way," or actually, your plan could work, right? I think I would be sitting at it and this is my own personal deficiency, right? Where I feel like I don't have the most self-belief in a lot of ways. And in my head, I'm thinking the way that I see things will put us here. Maybe the way somebody else is doing it could put us there. And so I would always be like, do you know what? Fuck it. Let's roll the dice, shoot for it. Even now in the situation we're at right this second, if we have a song, let's take um, Remind Me How to Love, for example, and somebody turns around and they go, ah, great. After the next song that we do, things are going really well. It's riding a wave. It's growing. If someone was like, great, I'll sign that now, put 10 grand into it, let's release it in four weeks. Or somebody was like, no, nah, I'm going to sign it, put 100 grand into it, but you've got to wait six months. I'm inclined to wait. I'd be yeah, like, let's roll the fucking scenario. dice. But the, but the prin- the principle is for it's me, not. I always shoot for whatever the potential highest height is, even when the chances get lessened of getting there. Yeah, but that's a different scenario because within that six months, we could release songs still. 
But don't think of the. Like we did with but don't think of the specifics. It's more about the principle. It's about the principle of: Do you take the bigger gamble for the higher reward, or do you do what probably actually is a smarter thing and what more people know to be conventional wisdom for for safety in the hope that maybe that gets you there as well. But, what, but why was I want you to freak the smarter thing? Not the, not the smarter thing. I'm saying the smarter thing to do was actually to release straight away. That was a smarter thing. I want you to freak was the idea that was presented with the highest ceiling. Which I think was a misnomer on their part because you are telling me Raksu, the X Factor winner's first boy band to ever win the show, couldn't get back on TV to do some show to release a song off Maybe the back of. Maybe not with a team that we had. And, and, no, no, no. But 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 hear what I'm saying. I feel like, and this is one thing that we haven't really spoken about yet. Um, and it's the the mold, the machine. Uh, the machine is obviously built to get you to as close to success as things will allow all the external factors, whatever the case may be. And for us, we got to win in a show just off, off the back of hard work and being put in front of obviously a lot of people in a very short space of time and people falling in love with us. But outside of that, you have this element of things whereby you are consistently looking at, oh, will this go well? Oh, will that go well? Oh, will you be able to do this? And I feel like, the reality is, if they were able to look past the mold and look past this very machine that they've consistently tried to sell us and we bought into, we would have been able to do something else. And obviously, as you said, hindsight is what it is. But I believe that big X Factor winners I, that everybody wanted to be on radio, the same Ashley with even without knowing this, that we couldn't get back on TV. Granted, it might be because of the team, but it could also be because they didn't try. And it was this is what we're going to do. This is work for our accident no, pass. But, but I, I want you to freak wasn't the highest ceiling uh, because that was the only option presented to us. Basically. So, yeah, that so was, it wasn't the highest ceiling. Well, what ceiling was presented to be higher? Well, th- that's what I'm saying. So it, it couldn't have been the highest ceiling because there was no other option. Presented. But there, but there if, you, if we had the option... The other of, option was, was just carry out our plan. No, but that wasn't an option. We... We said we wanted to that release it That is super, super interesting that you feel like it wasn't an option. Because I have spent the past two years feeling like a dickhead. Because, it wasn't I, because I feel like it was an option. That wasn't the option. And I feel like it's an option that personally I didn't fight for. No, it, it wasn't an option. It was... Why do you think it wasn't? Because we said we wanted to release uh, straight away. But then we let away. it go. Do you not think if we put our we feet said, down and we said, said no... We said multiple times, let's, let's thing it. Let's thing it. And that's why we ended up having the meeting. Because we wanted to release earlier and then everyone came in and said, oh, you got to do this, you got to do that. A hundred, but then that yeah. was probably the moment that we needed to say. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So it wasn't the highest ceiling. We knew, at the end of the day, you, your question was, if we knew what we knew now, would we release, would we release Why Won't You Free or would we release earlier? Yeah. Bear in mind that the fact that when we was on TV, all of our songs banged. And they went and they all of our songs on the X Factor process whilst we were on TV went into the top iTunes charts, whatever, whatever. Bear in mind the fact that obviously Roman said what he said to me. Bear in mind the fact that when I was in the jungle, we released La Bomba and that was our biggest song, even bigger than. But it's all connected to TV. Hmm? Exactly. Exactly. So so why? No, no. So we waited nine months. Yeah. Not on TV. If we released a song in January, just off the bat, off the bat of. Being on TV, that would have been the highest ceiling. Okay, so let me ask a question. If we changed it and we'd done something else, right? So let's say we go on my birthday in January. 
you can rewind time. And birthday doesn't get above number 40 in the charts. How do you feel? I'm cool. Or not number 40, let's say, because that's actually barely a difference. If birthday doesn't get past number 80 in the charts, how do you feel? But, but bro, that's, a, that's an easier pill to swallow because that's at the beginning of the journey, in my personal opinion, because you... We've still got the X Factor show, don't forget. We've still got multiple attempts at this. And I remember, if you if you guys don't, the reason why Pyroting came out was because we consistently fought. We consistently fought between ourselves. We consistently fought with the label. Sometimes we let it go and it would be like, yo, you'd even ring me up. Yo, I believe we should release this. Are you guys sure? Da, 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 da. So there was this consistent battle. And the, even, even, even Pyroting was a lack exactly, of... Exactly, was a lack of conviction. The, the the expectation of I want you to freak was top 20. That's what... The label said and management said we expect it to go top twenty. That was the expectation. It wasn't just to get into top forty. Yeah, for sure. So regard, yeah. regardless, either way, whether it goes eighty or forty, it doesn't fucking matter. Well, but obviously you outlined earlier how good that song's been for us in the long run. So I'm saying if you don't release that and you do something else and it doesn't work out and it goes downhill and you don't get everything that comes off the back of it, do you know what we then do? What we use the budget. We bring in J Balvin and we drop <laughs> a reggaeton banger. Are you crazy? Because because I, I feel that the the one thing that we did we weren't able to get back was time. You we didn't have time to make mistakes at that point. It was very much we'd been away for nine months. This song has to land because everybody's saying yeah it needs to do this and it's gonna do this. And the reality is is that this thing that labels really don't speak about and it feels like you'll be trashed if you make one is a mistake people can make mistakes but this whole idea of oh it needs to be perfect and blah 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 blah. yes we can always work to it but there was not really a, a lot of people kind of putting up their hands and going yeah i fucked up on that one or yeah that one took a little bit too long until after the fact where raksu's career is just drifting further and further away from the public eye and you guys are still making your coin you're still going and Got Camilo Cabello, you still gone and got um freaking little mix and all these people that you're working with. And great, it's great that their careers are going well, but you have to figure out, in my personal opinion, how to make mistakes. Because when you do, it makes it easier for the artists that you're looking after to not feel like there's this restriction over them being able to tell tell you things or be like, nah, we're not doing that, we're gonna do this. And then on the opposite side, but there's like, a lot of artists that are no, no, of, do, do that. no, no, of course. And then on the opposite side of that, I think it's just we were lucky than a, uh, than a luckier than a lot of other people because we got to go on the road with Little Mix. We got to build a fan base and secure things um, for what we're going to talk about later on down the road. But- Do you know what's funny? You see Raksu and this journey. I don't think we've been lucky at all. At all. You don't think that we were lucky to go on... Nope. In comparison to, to, so let me set the context and I can ask you both this question. All right. So. And, we, and that's not just with Little Mix. I think that's period from the jump. If I look at enough. our whole journey from the start to now, I don't actually think anything can be attributed to luck. All right. Let me ask you this question. So we've done uh, X Factor. We won X Factor, blah, 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 blah. We've gone on tour with the girls. We've now released um, I Want You to Freak. It's done when it's done. Um, We've got further along the line, no label, blah, 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 blah. We've got fans that we can obviously build a show off or we can go on tour X and Y. You don't believe that the normal span, in the normal span that X Factor artists would have this year before us and up to five, six years before us had that we were not lucky enough to be 
on the Little Mix tour. No, not that lucky enough. To, no, da, 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 no nothing. Luck. No part of our journey is that luck. And um, 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 why would you say that that every wasn't luck? Good, because of because where we are. I'm not saying that we didn't work. No, no, no I thought every good thing that's happened to Raksu, I can, if anyone asked me any question about any single piece, I could outline from inception what the thought process was, the hours it took, the sacrifices it took, how we got there, why we got there and why it happened. Like, that, there's, there's no part of it. I, could, I don't think we've been lucky. If, if no. luck's ever been involved, Never. it's been on the, it's been on the negative side. We we nah, no we had no manner drop out this guy. So so is there and does luck come without hard work? Well, yeah, luck is random chance, isn't it? Luck is random chance, but I still think you have to put yourself in the opportunity to be able to be lucky. You'd luck just doesn't fall out the sky. If, if I walk down the road, mm-hmm. right, and you find a hundred pounds, and I find a right? hundred pounds, yeah, I, I'd consider that's that luck, to be lucky. Right? Or well, why why were, road, why were we here? You didn't just randomly wake up and decide I'm going to... No, but me walking down the road has got no intention, like, for me to find money. Of course. Do you know what I'm saying? But, like, everything that we did musically had an intention for us to end up being on a big stage. 100%. So that's not luck. I, ju- I'd, I, I, I didn't go to the shop I, to find money. No, I, I, 100%. I didn't go to the shop or go to the label to obviously be dropped off a label. But I do think that when we were able to come onto that label situation, as opposed to any other acts who would have gone on tour with all these other people we were still lucky. And I'm not saying that we didn't engineer our own luck. But it's not luck though, because even from the X Factor house, the time that we spent doing the Q&A videos, the doing the live straight afterwards, the actually being in the group chats with all of the fans, the fact that whether it's Taylor, Abs, Jasmine, like that we can name them all and we know all of them and we actually have a relationship with them. So they actually care about us isn't by luck or happenstance. That's actually, we've spoken to them on a consistent basis over these years. Like it's, it's the fact that if people see us out in public, even when we're eating, like at the trainer expo, we will stop chewing the food in our mouths to get up and take pictures with people. Do you know what I mean? It's like all of that led to a scenario whereby when we got dropped off from the label and we didn't have that backing, that the fans still had some love for us because we've always shown love to them. We've never been disrespectful to them. We've always been appreciative. So none of that is luck. No, not one iota in my personal opinion. I yeah. agree. I would just say we engineered our own luck. If you can, if you can never describe that as such a thing, the hard work put us there, but there've been people in these situations. What do you think was chance or happenstance or a random event that happened to go our way? That happened to go our way. Yeah, a random event. So something you can't explain. So for example, you know, like your example, if I'm walking to the shop and a hundred pounds flies and slaps him in the face with two 50 pound notes, I can't explain how, where the 50 pounds come from, how the wind is blowing, what, like, do you know what I mean? Like I don't, it's just, it's just luck. What happened to us that you think is luck that you're looking at and you're like, I've got no idea how that happened. Wow. Someone just blessed us. If I've got a DM. The, the public falling in love with our music. That's not luck. Why is that luck? What? Bro, you're telling me that when you went on there, you're going, yep, yep, yep. What did you do the night before the X Factor first audition? What did I do the night before the X Factor first audition? Probably practiced the songs. We picked our outfits. These men were... You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. Before we spoke to Dermot... Accident, accidents and luck are two different things in my personal that's what I'm saying. Opinion. It's not luck. It's not random. Even before we would speak to Dermot, we would huddle together and be like, all right, whoever Dermot asks... Make sure you say this sort of thing. Fair enough. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, none, none of it was luck. None of it was luck. Okay, guys. None of it was luck. We worked really hard. Um, I just, in, in my mind, I feel like, and I, I'll be honest, this is where this story feels like luck. 
And I've heard you guys use luck on many, many often occasions. So that's why I used it. But I only say that to say that within it, I feel like I bought into the idea. I may be hearing you guys talking about it in the way that you guys are now would make me change my stance on it. But there was a lot of times we, we said we felt lucky to be here. We bought into the idea of this wasn't something that we worked hard for. This wasn't something that we were consistently. Never, hear, never, me out, never, hear me never, out. Bro. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. I remember if I, if I can find the videos, I will find them. But there's many times where it'd be like, oh, you know, we're just excited to be here. It's not we were here. Like we work hard to be here. And what you're saying, that's, that's in interviews to people. That's, that's in publicly. interviews. That is conversations. This is what I'm saying. So with that being, and hear me out when I say I bought, I, I maybe bought into that idea differently to how you guys did, is that anytime we were discussing these things, it was more about the idea of being excited to be in a room rather than not knowing that, for me personally anyway, that we definitely were supposed to be I in those say, rooms. Bro, I suffered massively from imposter syndrome. But, like, what's that? but none of that's got anything to do with luck. Like huge, but I'm saying, but that's- No, if, I'm if, saying if that. If you that's, ever, no, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited to be in the room. I'm saying that is the idea that I bought into because after hearing you guys discuss it- And I'm saying what you heard- was imposter syndrome regardless of if it was imposter syndrome or not that's fine i'm telling you that's what that hearing what you guys said would have been like okay well cool yeah may- maybe we are you have to remember for me but, but, but not like hear, i would have said i'm excited to be here no, but, but hear me never said just hear me out 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 the idea of being excited and knowing that we are meant to be in the room is something that we have never sat down and discussed and be like yo we especially while we were going through it after and up to certain points, we definitely discuss it and was like, yo, we really worked our asses off to get here. Anytime in the X Factor house, I feel we were there. We were definitely there in the X Factor house. It's like, yo, we're going to outwork people regardless. When we got to label, not so much. Not that we weren't working hard. Just the, the look upon it from my perspective anyway was just like, yo, you know, at times we were excited to be. At times we were like, yo, you guys are just mismanaging us and there's a lot going on here. But sometimes we would step back. So me personally, whenever we discuss these, especially within this first year, it was like, I know we should be in this room. But if somebody says something else that um, feels like they have more experience than us, it's like, all right, cool. I'm happy to be in the room. I was like that in the Ali Tamposi session, for example. You can be happy to be in the room and not feel like you're you're lucky to be there. You can be excited to be in the room. No, but hear what I'm saying. I don't think you're understanding what I'm saying. When you guys describe excited and being excited, it felt very much to me like it was, uh, yeah, like this is a great chance to be in a room and this is luck. This is from my personal perspective because hard work was never discussed. We didn't discuss hard work like that in public. We never did. It was, oh yeah, well, you know, we're excited to be here, blah, 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 blah. So for me personally... I bought into the idea of anytime we were in these rooms, not that I didn't say that we worked hard. I just didn't look at it that way. So I'm still waking up. We're still doing the hard work. We're still doing all of these things. We just never really discuss it. So I feel that across when we were at the label, that's something that I don't know if I got complacent with uh, throughout the whole process. I definitely did. Where were you guys at on that consistent basis? Because if it was all about hard work and we demanded to be there, do you guys feel that, that was always at the forefront of your brain. And if it was, do you feel that we would have ended up here in this exact same place if it had nothing to do with um, that being said more in a like chilled setting like this in comparison to 
out to the world and being like, yo, we really worked our asses off to get here. Yeah, well, I mean, I went through bouts of social anxiety. Um, there was obviously that day when I had to go and meet you two in Shoreditch and I had a little, little mini breakdown and I walked from basically Hyde Park to Shoreditch and cried at three different intervals because I felt like I had no control over things. Throughout that whole process from when we won the show to afterwards, I remember always feeling like we were not working hard enough. I remember always feeling like we weren't controlling enough of the variables because I've always felt like we won the show because we finessed it and were calculated in every step of the way. I've always felt like it was always calculated. Um, But that's maybe just how my brain processes things. To me, I blame myself and blame us when things go wrong. But then I attribute credit to myself or credit to us when things go right. So yeah, um, it could just be my personality type, but I'm very adverse to concepts such as luck because for me, they suggest that there's scenarios where things might happen to me in my life, which are outside of my control. And I become a victim to somebody else. And I struggle mentally to deal with that personally. I don't know how you feel? I just, I've, I just, don't think any of it was luck. We grafted our bollocks off. It was like, we, we graft, we, and we still do graft our bollocks off. Like, none of it was luck. All of it was, all of it has been calculated. The only lucky thing about our journey is whether the music's going to chart or not, or whether the music's going to do well. That's luck, because then you're putting the faith into PR, you're putting the faith into whoever's, like the digital teams, they. Oh, maybe like, we're not greasing the right people's pockets because I see some music in the charts right now that I don't know but how. But this is what I'm is. saying. That's luck because you've got to put your faith into somebody else to to grease the pockets properly, or for the right person's pockets to be greased. The only thing that's can, luck. The only big thing I can think of, big impact on us, which was luck, right? is the fact that when we brought out the mellow, Ed Sheeran released a collaboration with Beyonce on that same week. So we didn't get a number one. That to me is... That's unlucky. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If I had an impact on our career and was completely just outside, do you know what I mean? There's there's nothing that... But that's unlucky. That's not luck. Yeah, but it's obviously it's just a different side of luck, right? It's just bad luck as opposed to good luck. That's like something that had an impact on us, like in a finite way that's very clear that we just had no control over. I can't think of too many instances like that that happened for us in the positive direction. Okay. I I, but then at the same time, I don't think going number one would have made a drastic change because loads of people have one hit wonders and then you'll never see them again. True. True. Probably just ego talking. It doesn't actually yeah, matter at it all. It doesn't matter. It yeah. doesn't matter. It's, so do you feel and this will be the last question about luck that we are now we have woken up to the idea of the hard work and are less excited about it because we know that hours are more aware of the hours that we put into this to still be going four years after winning the show, going into the fifth year of winning the show. Hmm? So do you believe there's a stronger awareness of self and where we are in comparison to where we were 
in this first after the first year after coming off the X Factor. So you could definitely wholeheartedly in these interviews be like, yo, or be like, yo, we worked really hard for this. This is definitely where we need to be. This is definitely who we are. This is definite. Like, does it feel more definite in your mind right now in comparison to 2018, 2019? I'll let you go first in this one. No. You still feel the same way in 2018 as you feel right now? What? I would, I know for a fact that I've said we worked hard. During X Facts process, we would have said we would have been we would have been up till four AM rehearsing. Like so, we so, definitely so, said. We so, so let, let me let me ask the question again. Do you feel you have a stronger stronger awareness of the hard work that we do slash did right now no. in no. comparison no. to when we were in twenty eighteen? No, we'd been waiting for nine months. No, every every week since twenty eighteen, since before twenty eighteen, you boys have said miles. We've got to do something. I'm like, fuck's sake, man. Like, because I know how hard we work. Yeah, no, it hasn't changed at all. The only thing that's changed now is that the level of my imposter syndrome is a little bit lower and I might walk into a room and feel like I belong there more because I'm a better artist. That's the only change. Yeah. Cool. Well, I feel like that's a good place to wrap up the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly an hour later. Is that actually? Yeah. Exactly an hour later. Yeah, so that was I Want You to Freak. <laughs> Next episode. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was emotional. Yeah, that was like... <laughs> you upset f- me, though. I know I upset you. <laughs> but that was, that, that was the whole point, of- just to kind of see where you guys oh, were at. Like, All that. right, so no, whilst, no, whilst genuinely, listening yeah. to this episode, every time one of us said, luck, you have to do a shot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there you've had it. That has been our journey from winning the X Factor up into releasing I Want You to Freak. Uh, in the next episode, we'll talk about... Things get really unlucky. Yeah. <laughs> That's a shot for you. Um, but yeah, in the next episode, we will talk about what unraveled between the heads of the label and the heads of our management. Um, thank you for joining us on this episode. Hope you've had an amazing listen and we'll catch you in the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Raksu podcast. We'd love for you to support this show. So please feel free to give us a five-star review wherever you download your podcast. So make sure you drop the five-star review on the thing, now.